Is it playing? Yeah. Why am I not hearing anything? It should be going through the soundboard. No, it doesn't need that. So as far as the loader that you can throw up here, there they got to talk to him. It's being a little slow, I think. Oh, it says it's playing. I need another one of these. They don't know either. No. Kind of taking over loop on this one. Hey, so as far as the trip that's tonight, it's going to be off of one lap of the year that you used here, or do you have a secondary that you can throw back here? We can use the secondary back there, right? That's going to sit on my lap. Okay, because we need a way to. I think say so. we'll be back in a second. Whoa. Whoa. That's just turning up the volume. Yeah. 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 All right. All right. Dr. Carlos, we'll be right back in just a minute. Technical difficulties. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So are you hearing anything being played? Yes. Okay. Through the, the soundboard? Yes. Okay. Okay. There is something. Hold those down. Alright, everyone grab my... Around you. 
Um, one of those soundboards did not unplug it. Let's try again. Let's try again. So All right, funny. let's get everyone up now. So are we actually live? Yeah, it's coming up we now. We are live. <laughs> we are on the air. Like, oh. We are so awesome that we don't even know we're awesome, or let alone know we are here. Right? right. Where are we, actually? We're at FantasyCon in Salt Lake City, Utah, at the Salt Palace, in my room, the amazingness. Oh, we are so, the, the audience is so excited. <laughs> yes, you heard that. There is only five people that yell. Yeah, we are you Sad day. No, the sad thing is, yeah, I don't even think they are. announced us. We are. I'm serious. Here's what I'm thinking. They're going to announce us when the new building catches. Probably. Probably. So, Pretty much. So, I, what we're going to do is... So, this is Brendan. We're going to we're start this way. This is Brendan. This is a guy named Joe. This is Colin. Yes, we're sounding oh, off. Oh, oh, oh. Who's <laughs> next? Yeah. So... This is a little bad, but yesterday on our panel here, I was bequeathed the new name. No. Yes. No. Yes, you bequeathed no. Mr. Ideas. Mr. Ideas. Ha! Who is still the fat guy that tags along. Hey, yep, you are. But he's yeah. still Mr. Ideas. <laughs> you can never run away from Listen, it. Listen, C2.0. You know what? Ouch. Half an intern over there. I'm not an intern. An intern and a half, I guess. <laughs> Did you just call I am, a half I, an intern? Yeah, I rephrased it to an intern and a half. Okay. Good. All right. So, also, we've way got more powerful. here with us. Yes. Making Magic yeah. Productions. What's up? What? So, live? Yes, if hey, he yeah, speaks that's... closer to the mic. I will, I will hey. suck the mic down my throat. Hey! Where is he connected? Because that's, that's the one that has to be uploaded loud. It, it's crazy. Yeah. yeah. What's that too awkward for you guys in the audience? <laughs> the whole vibe of him. You're banning him. Okay, have fun. My own kids oh. just left. Hey. Oh. Wow. Sad. Hey, kids of Revit, bring us candy. Yes. <laughs> candy. Lots of it. Guided bring me Joe more wills it. I have a feeling that the... You want your special bag, right? What, what is <laughs> your guys' passion? Oh. Uh, DCR or yeah. Dungeon Crawler Radio? Yes. I'll do both. Do both. Hashtag all day long, we're we on Instagram now, right? <laughs> Oh, we are on yeah, Instagram. I don't know. Actually, yeah, we are Insta jamming. We're on Instagram. It's amazing. It's on Radio. And it's pretty cool. I posted like 10 billion things yesterday. Yeah. I posted nothing on Instagram yesterday. Yes. So, it's so much better than Facebook. Today, though, on the other hand, yeah. I took like 1,000 photos. And then Colin went out and took like another 500 or 700 photos. See, this is the thing that I don't understand. How did you take a 1,000 photos of I the parade? I used Colin's camera and it's got this nifty like three, four shots at one time. Yeah, burst yeah mode. so does the red awesome. one. Awesome. Yeah, I just kept it in burst mode for Awesome. Also, we haven't even uploaded the other photos that I took with my cell phone, which actually turned out really good, just saying. They're not blurry. <laughs> they are not blurry. Awesome. They are fantastic quality. Are they not blurry because you have a smudge on your glasses, or are they not blurry because... <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure if I had a smudge on my glasses, then it yeah. would show. Okay. Then I would... It would show as blurry. Can you pass my water? No. No? No. Like uh, random people just opening the door, peering in. Yeah, that's what happens. This is the really cool thing what about doing it at a con. You have someone walk in, in like, 
Am I in the right place? Because this was supposed to be the Brandon Sanderson panel. Yeah. Yes, it's, it's, it doesn't look, look like Brandon Brand, Brand, Brand sure. Sanderson. They're probably confusing us with so. the 501st since they were just in here. I guess I should let you guys know a little secret. Yes. I may or may not have pissed off a little green lady up front. Because I wore <laughs> all the FBI, or uh, VIP signs off the chairs. All the FBI. She's like... She was like, she's like, where'd my VIP signs go? I'm like, they're not coming. She's like, well, they might. I'm like, no, no VIPs are coming here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> There's and a VIP in the front row! So, ha! VIP! Nobody's more important than anybody else except me. So. <laughs> oh. Okay, Joe, you're sitting in front of that. Just turn his mic off. He, 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 we, yeah. yeah. No, I, <laughs> but the I problem is, the problem is you have no clue which one is. Gummy bears. I, I stay out of things like that. So for those that are brand new, what? Yeah, I'm just gonna say. So why? Because I needed water and it cost. The press room's free. Yeah, it was out of water. Okay. Anyways, okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, moving forward. So let's move forward. So for those of you, we've already announced that you missed that. Yes. yes, we are. So for those of you that have never heard our show before, because there's a guy in the audience that's never heard our show before, we talk about all things wait, geek, wait, as wait, you wait. can see. How did you end up in the room, then? I don't know. I'm just calling when I got excited. Cool. Yeah, so, so, I thought it was more D&D related. Oh, wait. Hey. Oh. Just wait. Oh, oh, don't, it is. Yeah. Don't judge. Just we we so, have the king of D&D here. Yeah, so... <laughs> Mr. Guy named Joe. We do a show that's all things geek. We have tons of interviews, uh, author interviews, TV, (laughs) celebrities, that stuff. We also do the Gamer Forge, which is where you will like it, because that is where listeners write in, talk after D&D or gaming questions. Any gaming question, we'll we'll be able to read that joke here now. Specifically tabletop gaming? Tabletop gaming, board games, so video. And yeah. a lot more memory in there. Like, their soul gone, so they just oh. stored D&D info. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is exactly how red... I'm how sorry. Peter works. <laughs> it's so bright red right now. Yeah. Out of the light, the red's light behind you. No, it's because he was outside, because he had to wait an hour and 20 minutes for me to actually pick him up today. Oh. oh. Outside? Yeah, yeah. For some reason, he didn't go into the McDonald's. He I, I did. I totally did. I did. It's just I was there early, and then you were oh, late, yeah. and then, yeah. So, so it, 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 it wow. So 20 minutes, know, and then you're, you're bright red. He looks like he has permanent blush. <laughs> yeah. Hey. You're so allergic to the sun. I am allergic to the sun. That's why I wore SPF 50 and reapplied every 20 minutes. Shucks. Because otherwise, I would burst into flames. They do that thing, though. Tattoo makeup, tattoo blush on the face. Yeah. Well, honestly, the truth is I don't think he's gotten over his blush from the Christopher Judge uh, interview yesterday. It, oh, it, it's lingered. Swoon. What was that? <laughs> that was yesterday. I was trying to interview him today, but no one will let me talk to anyone. So until uh, I sign up for something, I don't know what that is. Sign up for what? I don't know. Weird. Huh. Weird. Yeah, we. So, we'll, we'll, there's some lists. I'm not as cool as you guys. Just How did we stick around? We, that's that's yeah. really weird because we'll, we'll, we didn't we'll, even have a. We're not even on any list. We, you have your own panel though. We got our fourth one tomorrow. Yeah. Wait, well, this huh? The panel tomorrow is the Geek Revolution. We're talking about that. Just ask and then halfway through this, I have to bail on everyone to go talk about dragons. Because I actually got invited yeah. by so other authors. Well, while you're doing that? Dragons? Yes. I made a research booklet, so I have everything at 76 pages long. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I have all my notes. All knowledge about dragons is contained in said manuscript. Did you consider yourself a nerd? 
No, I was a geek. You're but I know I, after You're sitting after sitting through that and you made a book about dragons. You were definitely yeah. A nerd. I know. I know. <laughs> uh, after listening to <laughs> how James classified things, I'm just shaking my head like, oh man, my classification is changing. <laughs> no, actually, high school is awesome. Because you had like Joe and no, no actually, no. I was gone, gone before that. Because I was, I was that much older. older. Yeah. He was yeah. he was a ginger and a nerd. There's a lot to make fun of about that. Yes. <laughs> We're, we'll get to you and and no oh. and my nickname in high school was Mr. President. Oh, Mr. President. Boy. Yes. I don't know what. <laughs> but it was Mr. So, President uh, of the Knowers Knowers of Dragons. Must have been. Dies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What? Well, apparently. What now? You've been You're decided so that. Old I'm so old. Because I've never died. I've been around since the dawn. I've <laughs> been around since the first dragon. So the first dragon, which according to yeah, the history was in 5000 BC. Nerd. I've been that long. Yeah. Years old. Oh, Nerd. Wow. No, you're older than that. That is that's, the that's, first that's recorded writing. Fact. Yes. Yeah. You had to be older than that because you had to be old huh? enough to remember right. the dragons. Uh, there's several places. Yeah, from Wikipedia. Yeah, I'm gonna say China. Yeah. China. Our table. table. Our extra table is on the way. Oh, it's wow. awesome. I like uh, these guys. Yeah. You can just lay it right there. We're totally put it on that. the side, and we will pick it up after. You guys yeah. are awesome. Thank you. So, uh, yes. Thank you, ladies. Uh, if I keep talking, you guys are just yeah. Let's. More uh, so I mean, we the so we, we, yeah. You mentioned you have a 76 page of dragons you wrote yourself. And I even made a cover for it. I know. Are there pictures? <laughs> yes. Oh. Did you draw the cover? No, I just found a cool picture and put it on there with the title. <laughs> yes. Hi. Just ask. All you have to do is ask Andy in our gaming group. Uh, I'm the guy that's writing all the notes in a notepad. Are you really? You yes. nerd. I have. I am the journalist of our adventures. My gaming notes are nothing. Like, when I game, it's, I forget things. Like, I'll, like, the times I've tried to DM, I'll be like, oh, we're going to do this. And, like, three hours later, I'm like, did I already do this, or is this something I... I need a chapter. You know, yeah, right? of the year right there. I, mean, I just throw tridents at people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you don't want to see my gaming manual. I don't. Like, I'm afraid of the game. Joe's seen that. them. They yeah. are thick. We play yeah. like, like, are they flow charts. Are there, are there they're, they're, they are like, you know, when you go to the store and buy those those modules. So why don't you it's, and uh, yeah. he's got like flow Damn, charts and Venn diagrams. Yes, I do. He had a pie chart, I believe. No, I don't use spreadsheets. Well, That's Larry Korea. writing down in his notebook right now. Probably. <laughs> yeah. He's like next door. I know. So, or like two down. He's, he's next door. No, he's upstairs. He went upstairs. Well, he's in a big room. Yes. Oh. Yeah. He's doing oh. the apocalypse thing, which is what I'm doing tomorrow. He's in well. the big boy room. You're in the apocalypse one? Yes. So I am the king of the elementals, and I'm <laughs> supposed to destroy the dragons and the undead. <laughs> yeah, yeah you're welcome head. for the inspiration. Boom. Redhead joke. Yeah, I know. All right. So we so we were uh, so we had someone out here was was asking about coming in uh, asking about gaming and stuff right there. Yes. Someone tells me you got some questions. Do you have questions? Oh, on the spot. regarding gaming, anything about gaming, like you said, any game system will field it. Yeah. Huh? Uh, we're doing Hollow Earth in our in our game system, uh, Andy and I. So he's out in the audience. Uh, we just finished Iron Kingdoms, and we're playing that. So our our DM likes to change role-play game systems every, like, year. <laughs> yeah. But but it does wrap up. We, they can answer questions based on whatever system yes. you're currently playing. Yeah. But I, I mean, over, over the years. decided on a wild whatever yeah. to try 12 different games in one year. Yeah. That would be I've awesome. That would be, like, smash-up. 
but the, but role playing well, style. Game. Yeah, I, 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 I have to say our Iron Kingdom game ended <laughs> awesome because we went through this hu- huge adventure and then it was us against Larry Korea and his giant massive army. Excellent. So Wait, if anyone, you guys know who Larry Korea is, Monster Hunter International. I thought you said Larry Korea. Yeah, Larry Korea. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, he came and finished up our game. C-O-R-R. Yes. C-O-R-R. No, no, no. Yes. I was going to say, because I'm Korean, that's really cool. Yeah. Larry is not. Larry is not. He, uh, if he grows out his beard, he looks like a very big serial killer hobo, and he calls himself that. He's yeah. like six foot five and mountain man looking. Yes. Oh wow! Yeah. He's a big like guy. Paul Bunyan. He's a mountain of a man. Does he wear lots of plaid? A man. Actually, yes, he does. <laughs> Alright, so, um, yeah. so why don't we... Uh, so should we do some of our Gamer Forge questions? Because well, I, I I mean, this, is, this is a weird night because normally we start with yeah, our interview. Yeah, normally we do. We're ending with the interview. Yeah. yeah. Yes. We are, we're, we're a little flip-flop from what okay. we normally do. So, I mean, who, um, and I want to repeat your... I want to be able to repeat flounder. your question because unfortunately the mic's doing... Oh. Well, no, hey, up hey, here. forget this. Hold on. Oh, oh. I don't, I don't, think, oh, I don't think that one's working. Oh. Because it's not working. That one's not working. It's not working. Uh, because it's not plugged in. Hello. Is that a new one? No, it's not. I can't hear you. Give him the one that's right there. There's the new one. Like, sitting right there. Sweet. No one. Oh. Yeah. Not yet. Almost. Surprisingly, many. Oh, I can hear you. Okay. Sweet. This is the best part. Oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh my God! Oh, dropping the XLR. Yeah, we're getting better and better. better. Play by player, Revan is he walking out into the in. audience. There is no clip into this thing. <coughs> <coughs> that's what she said, but yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> said something about a clip and it doesn't work. Yeah, <laughs> something doesn't fit in. <laughs> I don't understand what's going on here. That content you have? Get rid of the fellas. No. Yeah. Okay. If you have problems with our content, you can help Lagoon. He's not here, but. Lagoon at dungeoncrawlersradio.com. Lagoon. We missed you. Yeah. So, yeah, let's. I'm actually preparing a shadow. Speak a little closer into the mic. You have to swallow a microphone. Yeah, please get up close. There you go. There we go. I was wondering what you guys think would be an not a. Gingers. Well, depends. Like, that depends entirely on the overall theme that you want to carry. Because if you're going to have like a serious, the serious cyberpunk action uh, tone of of uh, of Shadowrun. It's going to be more 80s action movie style. 80s action movie style. Yeah. So pretty much Kurt Russell is going to show up. Kurt means Mel Gibson. No, Kurt Russell. Big trouble from Little China. Come on. Oh, I wasn't listening to that part. You're in the movie bus? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even hear anything you heard, but this the look on his face sounded like he said something that made no sense. It didn't make any sense whatsoever. You can't say David Bowie is the demon king. Iconic, he is the goblin king. Yeah, that sucks. Everyone knows what I'm talking about. And and, and the, the baby is here. Baby's here. The guy, no, no, no. The, the guy that played the baby in that movie, uh, Toby Frodo, uh, he's actually 
I know. It's funny. But he's actually the director of one of the films in uh, the film quest here. Yeah. Oh. He's troll two guy, right? Yeah. Oh, not, yeah not, I don't know if he's troll two guy. No, it's troll. It's yeah. someone else. The first yeah. One. Troll yeah. and troll two, completely different. different. Yeah. There are okay. no trolls in troll two. So and it was there the are goblins. Movie of all time. They, yeah. Yeah. they showed it here. There are no they trolls. Yep, they, they had it yep, last night. Yep. Yep. Let's get back the to the question. Cast hey, troll too. I'm going to show you. You're all, you're, you're all it's off. It's awesome, but it's awesomely terrible. You're yeah. fired. Anyways, back to the question. You're fired. Okay. Question. That's my idea. <laughs> so go with uh, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Like David Bowie, but David Bowie 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 so it's just going to be a short campaign. Everybody's known okay. everybody for a while. All right. We've gained them for a long time. Yeah. So mm-hmm. Usually we don't start off in the tavern. We just take our own start. Good. Or make nerd. The tavern is horrible. Yep. Okay. So maybe the villain... I'm just going for something fun. For something fun? Well, maybe the villain's someone... They've got the system with them. It'll be the first time. So oh, okay. Maybe the villain's like someone they've known from their past. Maybe it's like a kid that... They wandered around with it was killed that they thought it was killed, but he was horribly maimed and now he hates them. I mean, that's an idea. Yeah. So I mean, kind of like the baby from The Labyrinth. No, because that's just uh, his older sister hated him and gave him to the goblins to eat. Yeah. Um, well, it's like the dark side. He did get eaten. And now that's he's true. a soulless, like, yeah. walking dead. Yeah. So no, he didn't. No, no, no. <laughs> it's a remake. No, no. Yeah. Oh, okay. So um, so then when we, I mean, that, I mean, we're on the right track. Corporation controlling dwarves to steal children. Yes. There you go. There you go. So <laughs> what? We're so we're on the we're on, I think we're on the right track because I mean if you're going for like a cheesy 80s feel, I mean we we can explore oh, certain. Like um, what? Moonwalker. Oh. Wait. Why, why are we bringing what? Michael Jackson into this? <laughs> What what just happened? <laughs> what medication are you on, and where can Joe and Ben get them? I want some. Don't want me on medication. I am a little bit loopy right now. I'm sorry. I, just, I, have, I got this medicine for a really bad headache that I've been getting, and they said, take it before you go to sleep, because it's going to make you really tired. Is it all? All I can say is you went from here to Jupiter in like a second. Yeah. <laughs> But but uh back to the question. Yeah, but, yeah, to do yeah to do with it. How does that have to do with Yeah, so we, I mean when I think about some other villain. cheesy yeah. 80s movies. I mean, what exemplifies yeah, like let's look at like if we want cheesy 80s movies like um uh Commando I think was a, pr- a pretty good one. It's got Doom, Army of Darkness. Yeah, Army of Darkness is another good one. So we can explore something like oh, scary but not serious or like Commando which is serious but Way over the top. Ooh, and wait a minute. Or wait what minute. about an evil? And, and think about and think about like okay, the cheesy one liner. Okay, this is gonna work. Because that's I think that can seal the deal. So for we're gonna it. mix almost everything some people have said. So you got the baby from, <laughs> you got the baby <laughs> from Labyrinth that moonwalks in that goes, I'll swallow your soul. And that's the villain. Redhead. Yeah. Evil, and then the evil Chuck Norris from Delta Force. Evil Chuck Norris is just unfair. <laughs> because you may, you may as well just write on more. everyone's game channel. I don't even think Gandalf. You lose. You're right. He's already gone. But I don't even think Gandalf can win against Chuck Norris. <laughs> I, mean, I don't think so either. Yeah. They both have beards. We both should have, have asked that to Sean Austin and Billy Boyd last night. 
Who would win, Chuck Norris or Gandalf? Oh, God. So, I mean, if you only plan on it lasting a couple of weeks, I mean, you, I would almost try to keep it so lighthearted that no mm-hmm. one truly gets attached to it. And the best, I think, possible outcome is that everyone's going to continue joking about the outcome of the story long after the game's over. Well, like I said earlier, it's an introduction. Yeah. It's just trying out for the six weeks. If everybody likes Shadowrun the system, mm-hmm. we're probably going to be So. Okay, and then so then create this as a trial run. However, yeah. I would say I would I would definitely caution though that this first experience is what's going to shape every experience after that. So if you plan on taking more serious tones with the follow-up games with new characters, remember that everyone's going to have everyone's going to kind of snicker and laugh every time you introduce a new villain. It's going to take a while to break that. So just beware, first impressions do last. Yeah. Wait a minute. Perfect. So you, you, want, you want a non-serious <laughs> villain, right? Well, sure. Holy sure. <laughs> Encino Man. Yes. Holly Shore from Encino Man, but evil. <laughs> no, because he wheezes the juice all the time. What about the. But the juice is people's blood. What about the baby from Dinosaurs? That would be good. That's his sidekick. Yeah. Oh, Nakamama! <laughs> and he's got an oversized frying pan. Yeah. Totally. Which weapon of choice? Yeah, yeah. What kind of fit in Shadowrun? You know? Frying pans. Who knew? A giant cyber right. frying pan. They actually right. use a lot more in media than you, know, you realize. <laughs> Tika Wayland from the Dragonland series, that was her weapon, a frying pan. She killed draconians with it. Yeah, so it's entirely... So yes, it's, there, I know. There is a more precedent, I guess. Worth knowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Confirming um, the fact that you are... I know, I know. So, I, know. I mean, are, are you just, uh, like... Ex- and, um, are you going for just 80s cheesiness, or do we want to go for just cheesy all the way through action movies? I was just going for 80s stuff cheesy, you know, just they go in, mm-hmm. simple run, you know, blow shit up and get on out. Okay. So, not, so a Michael not, Bay movie. Yeah, not not. So yeah, not, we say that word. Okay. Yes, luckily we're not. We're, we're, we're on the internet, so we're not. I would think um, couple, maybe a couple of other things to keep in mind uh, in in terms of the tone. Um, definitely try to set up as many big action pieces that seem to serve no purpose. So I mean, if you can have thousands of windows explode for no reason, do it. Um, right. If you have, if you have so access last, to last music, the entire like city just yeah. windows shattering. Yeah, if you could do it, yeah. Um, if you could think of uh, you know tanker explosions, you know like a gas truck explodes for some reason just off in the background just because uh, Michael Bay. Tango yeah, and Cash. Yeah. Tango Thank and Cash is a good. No, no, no. And then oh. I I really think we yeah, should because it was horrible. So. Horrible. It is, it is horrible. And I even told him not to go, and I was actually... I am I a Transformers fan. I went because it's Transformers. I like Transformers. I love Transformers. I, I was okay with the first one. Michael Bay has destroyed Transformers. So, I've got movie power. Everything Michael yeah, Bay yeah. touches turns to ash. I've got movie Complete shit. So, yeah. yeah. Turtles, sorry. Yeah. So, um... Finish up your question. The answer. Um, you keep going. Right yeah, I know, right? Anything else, um... Um, so um, I'm trying to think of action pieces that you could throw together. Jungles. If you could throw in a jungle, because that always seems to fly well in the 80s movies too, because it's all exotic and you can't really see things. Um, and big guns. 
Man, if you can get, if you can strap like an M60, two M60s, tape, tape two M60s together and put one in each hand. If you can do that, great. On, the, on the baby that says, I'll swallow your soul. Yeah, and God, he can carry it Absolutely. Or, or, or baby dinosaur. Baby dinosaur. He uses the frying yeah. pan. Ooh, it's an electrified frying pan. Use the frying pan and swatted grenades. Ooh, that could be awesome. <laughs> like the baby from dinosaurs? Yeah, that's what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where were you? You, we, were, we, were, we, were answering, we were answering the question. So, all right. I think we got this. Done. Yeah, I, th- I mean, does, does that finish? Does that? I mean, does that explain that? I have some very great ideas, and <laughs> I'm pretty sure they will enjoy the hell out of it. Awesome. Mission accomplished. Yes, you can. Right there. So, There's uh, just some words not to use, but you didn't hit any of them. Yeah. <laughs> but if you do swear, we're just going to blame it off the game. So. Don't yeah. drop an F bomb on the Yes. Yes, please. Don't. That's my favorite word, though. Yeah. 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 Is it the Billy? <laughs> oh. We old fudge sickles. We we literally have a sailor on our team. He's not here because he injured his ankle, but he <laughs> really struggles. I also swear like a sailor. I was, I was a marine. Yeah, cool. I thought you were a sailor. Yeah. Okay. No, Anyone else have any questions? Yeah, but yeah, the saving wise. Yeah, Otherwise, yeah. we'll move on. Let's let's throw up a game for you. Well, we've taken almost a half hour just with this question. So we've got another half twenty minutes to go. All right, let's go. All right, so, so you, you have to leave in 20, right? Yeah. Yes. 25. Okay, so you yeah, normally... Uh, yeah, I'll grab that mic. Okay. <laughs> so uh, normally the last... Uh, Who left our theater in here? Uh, so during our live program on Thursday nights, we devote to just answering reader submissions. People come in with all sorts of problems, anything from, you know, oh, I'm not getting along with this person in the group, what can I do, to I need this kind of a setting or what is what does this term mean and so the five six of us six of us usually pool our knowledge and try to My come up with is just cleavage or like a sock full of soap that's really I'm also going to put a disclaimer on this it would be wise not to put your real name in the email because Ben will make fun of you <laughs> Just saying. Yeah, ever. You have been warned. Yeah. So, okay, we'll start with this. Yeah. The rest so, of those are totally cool. Richard the King writes in. Oh. Huh? I'm going to let that one slide. Yeah. <laughs> he, he is excited. I was hoping. I was, yeah. I was crossing my fingers. I have to say, I, I didn't want to email you guys because if I did, my real name and address would appear, and then my gaming group would know what's exa- up because they listen to you guys. Your gaming group is probably going to know what's up anyway. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Mm. Uh, I'm the DM of one of the one of my, one of the PCs in my group has bought five guard dogs. This has produced a couple of problems. One, gameplay. Uh, I'm handling the dogs turns in combat one at a time. That's bad. Uh, game balance. The group is fifth level. Are the dogs play a key part in combat, dealing extra damage and soaking up some of the hits? How do you suggest I manage this solution? Because he's running them. One at a time, and it's dragging the combat down. Yeah. It's slowing okay. down. I'm, I'm really... Give him a mic. Give him a mic. Totally. I'm going. Yeah, on. absolutely. Make sure it's on. Meanwhile, yeah, right. I think that they should just take a trident and Your kill off some of the dogs. Sucks. Kill the dogs. Kill the dogs. Kill the dogs. Well, will come after us, though, if we say yeah. that. So we got him. Yeah, they have it. Yeah. Treat the dogs they attack on the same initiative, they, they uh, one roll determines success or failure, and you just go on from there. Yeah. Because one, 
minions shouldn't take a big chunk of the store. Agreed. Yeah. And two, uh, when you when you start trading with minions, then the damage overall will go down, and they will start to stop focusing on. on yeah, yeah. I mean that, that's what that is. What it sounds like is that they're treating the dogs as full-on NPCs, and I mean that's five extra characters that really don't need that much focus. That should that, that's attention that should be on the players. That's because they're, they're stars of the show, right? That's right. So I mean, treating them as a one single role and let the player do it too. I'd say, why is a DM, why is a dungeon master handling roles for NPCs that are run by players? That's mm -hmm. Why is he allowing the players to buy five dogs? Thank you. Next time, you're going to have a limit. Yeah, limit no, one. No, no pet adoption. So, right? <laughs> so based on... Sorry to our friends. This isn't an animal shelter. We don't take in strays here. <laughs> All right, guys, I'm going to sum this up real fast. I'm going to see. That's incorrect because we have Ben's here. What? Oh, oh, you invited me along. I know. I brought more women. We do take in strays. So, I'm going to sum up all these animals real fast here. Based on what everything I'm hearing is, you're saying the DM is just doing it wrong. So Richard the Lionheart there, <laughs> you're right. Run <laughs> okay, them like minions, or don't have five dogs. That's gonna be a messy house. <laughs> yeah, <it's> like, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, actually, that's a good point. Yeah, I mean, start every ten minutes. Yeah, to to walk the dogs, let them go do their business out on the lawn. Yeah, some, uh, yeah. yeah. Make it a hassle for them. Have a well, the good thing yeah. is, it is medieval times, so they don't have to pick up. Because <laughs> mm -hmm. no. there's shit everywhere. Yeah. Or, or if you're a good DM, you make them clean up after their animals. Mm, yeah. Uh, yeah, they go into, where a, go into is a town. The poop bag? Yeah, as they go into a town, suddenly they're Ooh, violating the magical ordinance. bag of holding. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, <laughs> of nothing but poop. You got yeah. plenty of fertilizer. Chicken. And, and it's the running chicken back encumbrance. Uh, so what? basically I'm make it so they never want to have five dogs. Mm -hmm. yeah. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that, that, I mean, that, that's a good way to inject a little, both a little real, realism. There you go. For your humor. You have wild, stray, horny dogs running through the game every now and then. <laughs> um, no. Hunting, yeah, hunting for that cleavage always yeah, 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 right. Again, you're making the dog <laughs> That's a yes. Stop yeah. doing that. I'm not good at this game. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's move on to the next yeah, one. Yeah, I, 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 hopefully... Uh, but now, for hopefully. some reason, my email is not working. Way to go, Lionheart. We answered your question. My phone. Do you need to call tech support? No, I don't need to call tech support because they're, they're just going to tell me to power cycle it. That was also random. <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried to turn it on off again? You told me this earlier, and I forgot about it. Forgot about thank what? you for reminding me. So we got, um, that you brought Hold on, I'm trying to find it. Yeah, normal. Well, yeah. It was up there just like not but a few moments ago. And right. So, where do you get this red plush dragon that I, that I keep This seeing? dragon is out on the floor. Yeah, they actually. It's $20 to go buy. They're pretty awesome. Yeah. They might give it Unless you're a little girl. They oh, talked yeah. about Disneyland, oh. and then a hobbit gives you one for free. Oh, yeah. So, Billy yeah, Billy Boy, awesome guy. Yeah, so we had one of our friends from Stolen Droids on the show yes. yesterday. Yeah, yeah. Baby Boy's a doll face, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 doll face from Stolen Droid. She was interviewing Billy Boyd with uh, Revan and Joe here, Yep. and he was just talking to her daughter. Yeah, after it was over, Disneyland. he gets up, he walks over, and just stops right there, and just starts talking to her about Disneyland and dragons. And she's like, yeah, I wanted a dragon, but my mom didn't get me one. And, and so he gets fairness, up... Her mom got her a pop toy yeah. of uh, uh, a Marshmallow, Marshmallow Man. Man. That's what she wanted. That's so cool. I know. 
So he turns around into the staff and goes, give me a dragon. And they're like, we don't got one. Go get me a dragon. So they run someone down there, and then he comes up to me and he goes, here you go. Billy Lloyd literally turned around and goes, go get me a dragon. He gives gives her a dragon and says, now I want to see pictures of you in Disneyland with this dragon. She's like, okay. He's like, all right, see you later, and then walks off. A hobbit gave her a dragon. Holy crap. I know. That is an amazing story. Yeah. I, was, I, I, was, to like, I was like right here. Yeah. He, like Billy was this far away from me. I'm just like, I just, I, I shut up. Shock and awe. Just yeah, like, I, 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 I didn't want to. just told that guy to go find the dragon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was just like, I didn't want to interrupt I don't that care moment. where. Joe, it happen. Joe yeah. probably almost kissed him. Joe, no. Joe told me a tear was in his eye. Joe, Joe probably would have. Yeah. No, in, in all honesty. In Would you all kiss him if. You had the chance. You know what? I did not even want to interrupt the moment. It was like, it, was, it really was. It was going around the subject. Honestly. I'm sorry, Billy Boyd. He didn't want to kiss you. Right there. I, like, it, like if he had turned around and started talking to me, I'd be like, dude, that was the most awesome thing ever. And I'd probably I've ever out. seen in my life. Yeah. yeah. It was like that, that little, little Riley's day was like perfectly made. Like if she was at, she had a good time before. Yeah. But that absolutely. I think it would have been better if he was in his dwarven garb. Well, keep me in Yeah, and just turns yeah. around and like, go. Well, and he, he, well, he's Scottish, and so he's in his normal native accent. Yeah. And I, it's completely funny. I just screamed outside. There is. Yeah. Right. Someone's dying. So, so I mean, right, should we go to the next one? Uh, we got it up and running? Yeah. Okay. I got I pulled it on my phone. All right, so this is from Stanley Bluff. That's a lie. Oh, I see what you did. Boom! Unintended. That was terrible. How do I know who can see me when I'm invisible? The Marauder's Map. (laughs) I'm not going to read the rest of this because this is almost four pages long. Oh, wow. But basically, how do I know? The the basic question is how do I know who can see me when I'm invisible? Well, if you're covered in flour, I'm going to say they can see you. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, yes. What? Yeah, yes, it, that it, is a good one. Magic repeat what he said. So then, um, so yes, yes. Yeah, no, I think the the actual question. You're right. Yeah, he, yeah. So if I walk into a room invisible. How do I know if someone's seeing me? Perception check. I, I like this answer. Yeah, so I mean, check. And and then, then, uh, well, you. see, that's the thing, though, is because you can't really. Well, obviously, if you're invisible and the guy's like giving you the weird, queer look, and he's like following you, obviously, obviously, he can see you. Yeah, so I mean, that, a lot of that does because uh, because I mean that is kind of a definition of metagaming is like when you enter into an invisible room, unless they are obviously acknowledging your presence, you kind of have to assume that they don't see you. So otherwise, we're revealing information that the character would not know. And it does sort of spoil fun, right? So, yeah, and so, I mean, I mean, if, really, I mean, try, and try not to make, like, perception rules for every person in the room or anything like that, but just sort of, like, be like, uh, I mean, using our good, our best inductive reasoning, you walk into a room full of peasants, it's pretty safe to say that none of them are magically versed, don't have goggles of true seeing. Harry was until Hagrid showed up. Yeah, but again, yes. <laughs> Another tip. Exactly. Yeah. If you yeah. knock and then open the door. Yeah, the door just opens up. Yeah, because invisibility obviously in the room. I should have the Uber mic on so they can hear everyone. 
So Uber mic. Uber mic. Uber mic. Uber mic. I'm going to grab it right now. Yeah. Okay. We're going to, Robin's going to put a bigger mic on so everybody can hear everything. The tabletop giant mic. Yeah, we got a, yeah. Yeah, we have an omnidirectional. Oh, you guys are professional. We're kind of a big deal. <laughs> that might be a or at least we think we are. We, we believe we're a big deal. <laughs> We think we are. And, and your audience. We think we're really cool when FantasyCon likes our statuses. We've got our own t-shirts. <laughs> right. So, I just recently got my... Made my I own heard shirt. about that. FantasyCon likes our statuses because we tag them in something every 35 seconds. <laughs> so eventually they're going to be like, listen, I'm going to like this. And these we need, are we need to up. show them attention. <laughs> can you hear me? Yeah. Can you hear me? No. No. I can't hear you. Okay. Can you hear me? He's trying here. He's not like So, um... We're not doing this. To, to go back to the, I guess the the, the idea of, of invisibility, uh, I mean, we're really presuming a lot um, by walking in to anywhere fun. invisible and not taking great pains to mask the other senses, like you, you brought up. Because I mean, you can't necessarily, I mean, unless you're using things like prestidigitation to hide our scent, because you can do that. Um, Did you just use yeah. the word prestidigitation? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Yeah, I have never heard someone to use that in modern language. Um, <laughs> there's um. Uh, you know, and you're not like, uh, and it's not like actively dusty, or someone's actively no. throwing things like, uh, what was it, like glitter dust? That's like glitter dust, things Power. like that. Yeah, um, or, or using magical, um, or, or like your, or somebody who is that like a, who, yeah, things, oh my yeah, gosh. things like that. I have a good idea now. Yeah. So, so there, there, I mean, there are, are other no, ways. No, just, yes, yes. I just heard echolocation and Revan says, Sorry, no, I've got a good our idea. Our barbarian chef carrier, character that we've created, class, must carry a bag of flour with him always in every room he walks into. <laughs> Everywhere. <laughs> around. Just, just take, to be sure. Just to be sure there are no... Who are new to the show? Then announce press the dissertation. For those new to the show, Revan and Joe and Flagoon there have created their own character class. Yes, the barbarian chef. The barbarian. Awesome. Chef. He's filled with culinary expertise. And His rage. magic is in the kitchen. <laughs> yeah, he does. absolutely. He does. He's kind of like Gordon Gordon Ramsay. <laughs> <laughs> that is a special feat to take. Um, but there, well, sure I guess good. some good, maybe some good examples. Because I mean, we brought up the. We talked about invisibility or the chef The bandit, the the, the invisibility. Okay. Um, some good examples. I mean, we brought up the the what's the bandit map? The Marauders, map. the Marauders map. Um, so that's a good one. Show it to them. Yeah, go ahead. You can't show it to them. You should have a top <laughs> like a chef's hat. He's working on that. So he's trying to touch the screen. Um, I checked it. Let's see here. Um, you can see like uh, in the film, uh, in the film Predator, obviously oh, there's you know an invisible alien. Oh, so wow. yeah, uh, a, way to, a way to interpret that. Yeah, you, you'll see anything that can see in the infrared spectrum, of course, is going to be able to see that. Um, and then, like, um, would be a good, I'm trying to think of a good example. Like, uh, our perce- I guess the modern Western perception of ninjas, you know, um, are not invisible in the magical sense, but, of course, are, mag- are uh, invisible, I guess, to the, to the layman. Someone who, yeah, so it would take a, an actual trained eye actively looking to see something like that. So there's some things to bear in mind, I guess, as far as invisibility. You know, just be, I guess, be aware of where they're trying to be invisible at. I guess that's the first thing. Be aware of where they are. So if, they, if they're walking in the middle of town and it's, then there's not, act, there's not a wizard out there purposely looking for him, I'd say just, just let him be invisible. Give it to him. 
work. Yeah, hand, yeah. hand wave it. Let it go. The thing that the fellow that nobody ever plays with, though, is other player characters that you can It's like they, they think that just because they're PCs and they're in the same group, they know where they are. No. <laughs> yeah. Really Someone takes an arrow to the shoulder. Yeah. That is amazing, by the way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, th- th- that is a very good thing. Uh, you just brought up the fact one. that PCs do not, or um, uh, PCs often behave in a way that they, uh, in that they, for some reason, know where their invisible comrade is, even though they're invisible. And I think we should, I mean, that, that's another thing to acknowledge, because unless there's an active battle plan, they take that into account. So, like, any, did you any not, fumble chance, do you not any realize? fumble chance, send it right to that invisible person. Because they're playing with fire as it is, and my personal philosophy is that if they play with fire, let them be burned. They all have psychic abilities. What's over redheads? It's, imi- it's immediately ingrained. Yeah, and redheads. Red. All, all gingers are psychic, actually. So, so don't make psychic. me. I, yes, angry. I will make your head explode. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, I mean, that, that, and that is another really cool thing to, to address is, I guess, how the other players perceive it as well. And so, and, and, you know, by all means, take that into account. Make them, you know, don't, don't do it to be a jerk. Don't be a dick to them if you don't oh, have to. Yeah, be a jerk. Yeah, yes. but, but if, they're doing, if they're doing it with the expectation that they're going to get away with it, yeah, let, eventually let it bite them in the ass. Because, like I said, if they're not taking the, if they're not thinking realistically, if they're not thinking in that rational sense, absolutely absolutely let it burn them and let them learn the hard way because if you don't, if they just get away with it time after time after time just because the rules say they can, that they're, no, the real world does not work that way. It's like, just because you can drive a car 80 miles per hour doesn't mean you should drive a car 80 miles per hour going in reverse down the freeway. You know, you, know, you, 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 might, get, you might get away with that once, but you can't get away with it. Come on, they got backup cameras now. You can yeah. <laughs> If they're not careful, they meet one of those rampaging dogs. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the horny ones? Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, so we've we got to wrap this up, this part up because we've got another one at six. So yes, that's very true. So thank, uh, thank you guys for uh, For those for of you in here questions. now, um, just so you're aware. We're doing five. Let's cover Transformers in five minutes. But oh. Let him know that. Okay, yeah, so at six o'clock, we have the cast of Nobility coming in here to do an interview with us as well. Um, you're welcome to sit in. It, you know, it's an interview, so we're going to be asking all these questions and stuff like that. Um, expanding the table. Expanding the table because we got shafted and we have a little table for a lot of people. Um, and then tomorrow we're actually doing another panel. Yes. Called the Geek Revolution. The Geek Revolution. Do we know what time that is? Three o'clock. Three o'clock. Where? But for you. Room one fifty D. That way. Like two of that way. Yep. That way. Um, yeah. So Transformers blows. Yeah. <laughs> the worst movie ever. So I think I compared. No. I know Jonathan saw it. I think I compared the plot uh, holes in Transformers Four. Th- what to the plot? Found footage. What plot? Like the, the fake moon landing footage. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What plot? There wasn't a plot. No, oh, it was so random. And the transform the, the Decepticons had no transformation. They weren't, defu- they weren't Decepticons though. Well, whatever the heck they were, they the, had no the, transformation. Well, aside, manufactured wannabe transformers. Remanufactured molecules. And not only that, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> like Megatron comes alive. No, look, Galvatron. All that aside, yes. Well, can we discuss? 
No spoilers? Well, yeah, no spoilers. Hey, don't listen to anything I You don't want to see it anyway. Wait until someone gives it to you as a present. <laughs> or wait until yeah. it comes on Netflix. No, or, or wait until Guys, you're walking down the street and you randomly find a scratch DVD. I yeah. want to talk about how creepy Michael Bay is for a second. No. Oh, like, in his weird, like, that weird side plot between the girlfriend and the boyfriend and how... And the Romeo-Juliet Romeo law. Yeah. And he has it in his wallet. Yeah, he's got a copy of yeah. the Why, why does he terrifying. have it? Like, that is so creepy. Michael he's Bay just like, this, oh, it's I, funny that... No, man, it's... I've been planning on... Yeah, the boy is crying. He's just like, I've been planning on being a well, pedophile all my life. Well, granted, they started dating... <laughs> yeah, he's, got, he's got it yeah. like the rules and regulations. But they did, they did start dating when they were in high school, that's yeah. why. No but, one would have said anything otherwise if they just moved over it. I know. But we that had, was creepy. They had to take 10 minutes out of my life to, to show me... the Texas statute. Yeah. Like, for, like, they had to show us the kids That had nothing to do out. with the entire <laughs> movie. <laughs> a wallet-sized <laughs> copy of the Art of the Law. Yeah. No, it wasn't. Right. And if that's a real, I'm from Texas, so if that's a real thing, that's oh, I know that's it's highly, uh, highly yeah. disturbing. You know, the other thing disturbing. is the fact that it only took three blows to Grimlock's head to cow him and the rest of the Dinobots. I'm oh, sorry. Can we talk how it took three hours just to get there? Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's two hours and 45 minute long. I even. actually had to leave in the middle to right. use the bathroom. I've never done that for a movie. I've I been like, walk oh, outside to cool. Like, I was so, like, I, I, my legs were cramping. I had to get up, and I was like, I can't believe I'm actually doing this. We had two friends just walk out. They're like, we're done. Like, in the middle of the movie, he leans over very loudly and goes, this movie sucks. We're leaving. <laughs> And, and then people start laughing from behind but because they Michael agree. Bay did, let people talk. It's all press. Like, it's well, all press for him. I will jump still, back on the if people, I, I would be so pissed off if people are just talking shit about like something that I've yeah. invested all of my time and effort into. I will yeah. get behind Michael Bay 100% if he just went back to Bad Boys. You give me Bad Boys 3, I will be totally content. Right. Okay. Let's watch Martin Lawrence and Will Smith blow crap up for two hours. Yeah. All right. the, the older versions of their younger selves. Yeah, they're going to get a hernia jumping over the cars, <laughs> but we still get to watch them blow stuff up. Question. Yes. When did Optimus Prime start flying? Well, I, I was did wondering, you, like, out of nowhere? He went, no, he got an upgrade. Oh, no, hey, he got an upgrade in the third space. movie because Jetfire died and they, they attached things to him. He was flying in the third Yeah, movie. but he didn't have those upgrades. They were destroyed. He was like, no, a they weren't. Pretty sure they were destroyed. No, they weren't destroyed. No, Jetfire gave him wings. And and booster rockets. He had jet boots. He had jet boots. You're right. They were in his boots. It doesn't take that much for an Autobot to upgrade. Come on. He's a robot. Astro Boy. Especially since he was a broken (laughs) down semi truck in the beginning. We gotta move on. We'll discuss this later. We have other stuff to talk about. Yeah, we gotta gotta get moving. Next week. Yeah. I will call in so we can discuss the weird secret religion no. thing. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah, could, it's the knife of the round table. No, it, it, they're talking about the Quintessons, but that's okay. I won't talk yeah, about that. Yeah. They're the creators of the auto, the Transformers. All right. Yeah. All right uh, so, play some hey, drops, play some music. Yeah. You guys, you guys, on. move the uh, the tables. Yeah, we'll yeah. Let, let these guys see yeah, the, the interview. Awesome. Run down and grab them, and we'll do all the here. We also need. Uh, if possible, the camera running. Uh, yeah, we can work. How about some Baby Got Back? Preferably your black one, because that one times out. What? Oh, look, there's the there's the there. All right. What? Thanks, sir. Thank you, everyone, for coming on. Thank you for dealing with our, uh... Um, I couldn't find a video. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe. 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 Mayb
He said, we're testing test. shit. And they have to listen to my kind of sort of singing. Or is that, is this Revan? That was fun. No. Revan's gone. Oh. He is. Bye bye. Revan had to go to another panel. We actually, surprisingly, were doing a fair amount. Do you have another stand? No. I don't know. I've been here since. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight likes. Hey, did anyone bring sugar-free gummy bears for our guests? Um, bags are back here. Wait, uh, that would be a bad idea. Oh, wait, no, they wanted sugar-free gummy bears? bears? For the guests! No. Do you, do you know about sugar-free gummy bears? No. Oh, sugar-free gummy bears. Oh, man, I wish I... Just do the sugar-free gummy bear review to destroy your interior. And it's a real review oh, on man. Amazon. About these sugar-free gummy bears, you yes, are scaring me. It is and the review is so amazingly bad. Okay, that you can so traumatize. Why is there a mixture of tips? We have one more show in here with Flipper Larry. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is this what you guys had going the last one? Yes. We're just so we're just continuing the show. Okay. Yep. Do you need video at all? Uh, no. We should be getting the last one. No? Good. Yeah. All right. Yep. On to the next one. Thank you. Oh, I need this. Need that thing tomorrow. What was this? That was interesting. He's uh, the Just that end mic. Which he's, one? He's the end one. <laughs> the only one that's an end mic. He's the cool run, 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 cool run, run. Next one. Oh. Why is there a picture on the table? My father says it's a podcast. 
Colin wore Jedi robes in high school. Yes, I did. Thank you. I'm hoping to just put his rat tail somewhere. Uh, hang on on that one. <laughs> and I did not have a rat tail, actually. Thank you very much. Hello, Dad. Can you hear me? Which court is it? Oh, they're coming right now. Yeah. He went to another panel. All right. Looks like we've got a couple coming in now. We're going to switch to a quick sign, and then we'll be good to go. As I drop a chair. Let's talk about dragons. All right, here's Keith, er Keith Allen. Talk nerdy to me. Hey, listen. Get nerdy with me. Tell me what game that you get on. Is it Cardi? What kind of class do you play, girl? In an RPG. Cause I know what them elf girls need. From WoW to Emmy, I'm going through the hours online straight now. You make it hard to leave. Bring to me the Lord, do you speak my language? Your elf ears don't need to play. All I really need for you to do is just please talk nerdy to me. Talk nerdy to me. I still got 30 seconds. I still got a minute. Okay. 
Wait, wait, no, it doesn't. Wait. I have like. The interview is going to be brought to you by Amazon.com. We're ready whenever y'all are. Listening to the show, if you want to get any of the other shows that you've been hearing about the past few weeks, just go to the sidebar located at DungeonCollegeRadio.com. Clear out your cookies, enter in your search term, and shop as normal. It doesn't cost you anything extra, and you can put money back to us. So it's entirely a selfless gesture. That's Amazon.com. Yeah. <laughs> we got here and we had a single table. We are real tight. Yeah, sorry about that. At least we got a second table. Is it audible We got here we had one. Thunder Calls Radio to start your free trial membership. No, I think we just start throwing chairs. Yeah. So two hosts and one, two, three, four. Um, we have a few hosts actually. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> there's several of them. Yeah, there's a ton of us today. But all of you are going to be. Are you talking at the same time? You could, you could flip no, I'm just I'm trying to figure out if we need help. Oh, I'm not trying to be shitty. I'm trying to figure out how to manage this. Okay. We will flip chairs around. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Long as you know it's not a panel. Yeah. 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 All right, we're going to be going live in about 30 seconds. Yep. Yep. You got that? And welcome back to Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Woo! Woo! I'll, throw, I'll throw it out there. I'll be the first one. <laughs> <laughs> the only one. Yeah. <laughs> it's the only one. Uh, it, it's been a long day for us. <laughs> we managed to show up for the parade somehow this morning, and that was outside. Yeah. We're early. So you want to do the introductions, Joe? Yes. Um, so, uh, well, welcome back. Welcome back to the Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Normally, we are a live call-in show, but because we are live at FantasyCon 2014, uh, we can't. We don't. We cannot take live phone calls. So. Sorry. Yeah. So I mean, but we we really we would love to if you could honestly if you could we would totally take. Send us an call. email or hop on the chat because we have the chat rolling. Oh yes. Colin, are you logged into the chat? I sure am. So if you have any questions, shoot them over. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, well, yep. Yeah, that's so that normal stuff's still working. So again, we're back at uh, FantasyCon 2014. We're talking with uh, the cast of um, Nobility. Of Nobility. For some reason, I had like venture industries in, in my head. And so, okay. So, yeah. So we're talking with the cast. Of, is this working? Are Switching you? mics. Just a second. Oh. Okay. 
Like courts having issues. Oh, okay, that was the, the thing. Okay. <laughs> so why don't we why don't we go down the road this way and we'll uh, have everyone introduce themselves. Um, uh, this way. Yeah. Why don't we go this way? Why don't we head? Oh, uh, ladies first. Uh, rock on, let's do it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, I am Adrian Wilkinson. I play Lieutenant Ara Eris in Nobility. I'm Kath Ann Barr, and I play Captain Eric Sir. Yeah, I'm Doug Jones. I actually play the incredibly handsome Paul Rankin, <laughs> Doug Jones. And I play uh, the, the ship's psychiatrist, Dr. Allen. And my name is E.J. Villanueva. I play Dr. Barton on the show. Uh, should stop here, and we'll be uh, right up here. Really? Fantastic. Awesome. Oh, so um, so who wants to step up here? And for our listeners who may not be familiar with the with Nobility, because there's a television series, right? It's going into a series. Uh, who would like to be the one who gets to sort of give the best intro? Because we were doing our research on that earlier. Uh, we drew straws earlier, and EJ Building is a fun series. Uh, the best way to describe it is Firefly needs some awesome. uh, We're kind of in the same vein as Doctor Who and Firefly, but we got a lot of quirky humor, mm-hmm. uh, a lot of that awkward humor, but uh, at the same time, we still have very real people in the real world with the consequences of their actions. So it has a continuity, more like no less a sitcom and more of a continuous story arc. Yes, yes. Okay. Um, we, we've been referring to referring to it as a comedy. Mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, very much uh, more in line with uh, I think Doctor Who and Empire are probably the best shows uh, that would be analogous to this. Mm-hmm. Not exact, but close to. Okay. And so, both of those shows are awesome. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so what was the original inspiration? That's great. Can you just shed a little light on that? Well, I was sitting around picking my nose. No, what I um, I was working on another project called Starship with uh, uh, Neil Johnson, who also was directing uh, this pilot with us, mm-hmm. and. I uh, I was cast as uh, Portis, the ship's uh, uh, navigator, and so before we started shooting, I was sitting down and I was you know, playing with my console, just kind of getting a feel for it. Is that what the kids are calling it? Apparently not for long. And so yeah, so so I was just kind of getting to the character. And while I was sitting there in this sci-fi setting, I've always been a huge sci-fi man, which I think is pretty good in the test. Um, <laughs> the nerd part. Is I'm, getting, I'm getting it. Well, is he conscious? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, so, so uh, and it just kind of hit me. Um, and the initial concept is actually uh, Firefly and Moses. Or, I'm sorry, it's actually Modern Family in Space. Mm-hmm. Ah. Uh, <laughs> as the show evolved and everything, it uh, just kind of became more Firefly and Um And I came up with some new characters right there, and I started writing, and that's how it started. No, that's cool. as they call history. Yeah, recent history. history. <laughs> Space three. <laughs> so. Going back down the road then, is uh, how were each of you then approached about uh, appearing on Nobility? What was the sell point for each of you? Uh, 
Uh, sure, this is uh, Adrian. The selling point for me, uh, not only was it interesting material, but it was the juicy cast. Um, I luckily have had the chance to work in a lot of sci-fi projects, and most of the cast I had worked with previously and was itching to be able to work with them again. Mm -hmm. So that's what brought me on board. Okay, so you had a degree of familiarity with it. Yes, exactly. So it wasn't a hard sell at all? Uh, no, they pretty much tapped me on the shoulder and I collapsed in the <laughs> And she's been very helpful ever since. Mm -hmm. uh, they, that's the polite way of saying that I'm very opinionated. I'm using air quotes. I'll take it. That's right. Always. So then do you find that... Uh, the, the experience of working on, on just even just the pilots, just take the pilot for instance, that do you find that being able to provide some feedback has that been a good good thing for you? Uh, I think everybody involved, they're master craftsmen. You know, everybody that has been uh, attracted to this project mm -hmm. are incredible actors, uh, and we have an incredible crew. And we all just want to push each other to be better. And we also are all so familiar with this type of material from our work history that we each have an idea of what works best for ourselves and for our characters, but also sort of overall what uh, in our experience has connected with the audience the most. So I think this sort of um, brain trust that has been gathered is only making the material even better. Very nice. Not to make us sound absurdly amazing, but I mean, we are absurdly amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Humility comes with the package, right? Yeah. So what? Uh, so what was it like then? What, how were you approached? Um, I was uh, at WonderCon about a year ago, and uh, <coughs> and I was approached by one of the producers. And what drew me, it was it was actually in its in its early stages, so the, there wasn't a lot of people attached to the project at that point. But um, I was totally sold on the passion and enthusiasm of this very unique and creative concept. I'm a huge sci-fi nerd and geek and. Mm -hmm. Early, so I love that. There's a huge vacuum right now for quality types of sci-fi that we who used to Star Trek, the Just era, and all that stuff. And there's not really anything like that right now. And so I love. I read the script. I love the script. I love the characters, and I love the idea of um, being on this what what amounts to Babylon. Ship with the power of the Enterprise hurling through space, like one of the most massive and complicated pieces of equipment, which is manned by um, a troop of misfits, broken, damaged, and emotionally inadequate people who, uh, although they've earned their place professionally on the ship, emotionally and, and psychologically, they've all got a long journey ahead of them. Yeah. And that really appealed to me because there's a huge amount of uh, room for humor there and it's extremely accessible to people nowadays yeah. because we're basically going to recognize ourselves uh, and our, our experiences that working at the, the cubicle office uh, at, at Kinko's uh, <laughs> but on a multi-trillion dollar starship. <laughs> um, and uh, I'm going to uh, pretend that Adrian said she was attracted to the juicy cast. But I too uh, am extremely excited by uh, the festivities we have on board. Um, every single one of them, great, great artists, great actors, uh, huge comic uh, 
wells of power yeah. here. Uh, the read-through we had, we were all just cracking ourselves up with the absurdity of the situation and these characters that we put into this ridiculous situation. And so did you relate to certain elements of the script from like personal experience? What do you say? You say playboy woman, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta say, with the jacket going on, you do got that sort of uh, <laughs> yeah. the Han Solo. Yeah. Why is everyone going on the typecasting with this character? Because you're pretty and we hate you. <laughs> 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 um, I would say that I think that um, the roles are pretty well cast. Yeah. I think we all have a lot uh, to draw on. Uh, with part these particular roles that we've been given. Um, my character comes from a place where he was this amazingly, um, this, this captain, this, this, this uh, military person that was on a very steep trajectory, uh, shooting for the stars, and as everyone else in the, in the show had some sort of history, some backstory that caused uh, a massive change in his life, and then he became someone else. All that potential is still there, and I think it's a lot about nobility. What nobility is about is about the potential yeah. of these characters, and uh, which relates to everyone's human potential. Um, but now he is a video game playing, uh, skirt chasing, womanizing playboy, running a multi-trillion-dollar Babylon Five type ship hurtling through space, <laughs> uh, which I think is. So I, I would say I have some, some stuff to draw on okay. in that world. Yeah. So then how about you, Doug? What was it like then being approached by this project? Well, uh, I uh, worked on a, a project earlier this summer called The Space Model, which is a feature film. And during that process, I met EJ for the, last, for the second time, actually, in uh, EJ Bill. Yeah, we, we first met at a 2012 set, maybe? Right. So he, he came on set. Uh, his relationship with uh, one of our producers and, uh, and uh, so just the whole team there. So uh, at, at that time, it's like, you know, I, I heard buzzing and you had a project going, didn't know what it was called or anything about it. Like, oh, that's nice. Good for you. So we really hugged it out and there was love. And then I get a, a now cast and Barna here. We, we knew each other for a while because we have the same appearance manager, Derek Maggie. And, um, uh, we can talk briefly at Derek's wedding, is that right? And uh, you mentioned something also about, remember, you take the and you've got a family going on, and we'll talk about it later. Which is also where I met Walter King. Walter King was at the wedding as well, right. So, uh, and Walter King, again, hilarious. He's also handled by our same appearance manager, and he's one of the funniest human beings you've ever met in your life. He's just kind of a very quick wit. And uh, so, so that's all been established. These people are on play. Adrian Wilkinson here, and she and I worked on a movie called Raids uh, together well, a couple years ago. It's out now on DVD and the video on demand. It's a, a brutal women fighting women movie, that, uh, and, and it's all my fault because I'm the patriarch of this elite society of people that makes them do this uh, in an underground jail. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, long story. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, so there's a lot of familiar players to me personally uh, in this mix. So Cast then finally calls up, sends the text, sends the emails. He's very thorough. <laughs> yeah. Until you answer him, yeah. um, and right, and, and as as our lead uh, leader uh, actor in this, in this project, he had a lot, a lot of stake, a lot to worry about. So 
I have a whole crew to, to take care of. So. Oh, that's right. I got to do my thing. Staff. He was kind of staff his ship, I think. Yeah. Okay. So he, uh, yeah, he and, and he did talk about, you know, uh, you know, my name had come up recently because of all these, you know, intertwinings and, and passings in the night that we've been doing. So, um, uh, hey, maybe talk like, have you talked to Doug about getting into this project? And uh, I think Lee Katz was like, yeah, no, I think. That's the phone call. Was. Okay, Doug. Remember, okay, it reminds me of everything that's gone on, and now it's called Nobility. Now the project has a name. I've got to get it together. And they, so they send me a script. I read, read, read the script, and it was like, you know, kind of with the understanding of, if there's a character in there that sings to you, let us know. Otherwise, we'll write one for you. So I read the script, laughed my way through the entire thing. Well, in fact, I laughed my ass off. That's why I don't have one. <laughs> uh, and, 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 it's not just and then, uh, and then, so I ended up uh, making, having a phone call with EJ after that reading of the script to say, oh my gosh, I love this, you're not right in the head, and I love you. And, uh, yeah. and then so, so uh, what came out of that conversation was, I, was EJ saying, I think I'd rather create a character for you from the scratch, Doc, if we can do that. So that's where Dr. Allard, the psychologist, came from. Uh, and, and as in that profession of therapy, uh, I'm the one who needs it more than anyone else. <laughs> so, uh, so I've got my own childhood issues I'm dragging into the, into the present with me, and I, I just need a hug, and I'm not getting that. I never did get that, so I, I pet my patients, and I'm petting everybody. I'm just trying to connect. Doesn't someone want to talk to me? Uh, I can't seem to get anyone to uh, you know, sit down for an appointment. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so that, that's my, my kind of like how you meet me, is, is this lonely character who just wants to connect, and so he picked a profession where he might be able to do that and get paid for it. Yeah. And, and that appealed to me in a huge way. I've done my share of sci-fi over the years for sure. Sure, yeah. And, uh, but with, with this element of humor to it, then all bets are off I'm in. You know? Mm -hmm. So a question to then all, so all four of you then is how, how, how do you balance out all of your, your scheduling here? Because this is like a sort of a labor of love going on here, you know, because you're just reaching, you're reaching the pilot phase and you're getting ready to do series. How, how do you promote this and then still have time for like real lives and do other projects? What, what, what's this real life? Yeah. <laughs> IRL. <laughs> it's, like, it's like building a house of cards, and then once you have a nice table card, you start pulling some of the structural cards out and just hope that it doesn't collapse. <laughs> you have 11, um, some of the biggest sci-fi celebrity working actors here, all of whom are really working their butts off to make this work, and all of them are con celebrities and working, and you've got, I mean, you've got Fallen Sky, uh, Doug Jones here, and Amy's got like two or three things going on just this month alone, I've got the Comic-Con and, and my stuff as well, and, and yet everyone is trying to make this work, and it's been just getting schedules to match up, so we get everyone on the same time, and they're like, crafting a, a, a multifaceted with excuse of getting all those colors to line. It's been really challenging. Um, so it kind of, I don't actually have time to answer for you. I don't know. No. I, I heard though that you're going to be shooting soon. We are. We're going to start shooting on set. We've already shot a couple of days. Here we just really excuse that I haven't been able to solve the last couple of years. But you know what? That's fine. You know because we're getting it done and it's going to get out to the fans. And uh, we're going to finish shooting this month, and we're going to have a lot of awesome material for many kinds of things. I think we're going to have a. I think we're going to have a teaser for San Diego. Yes. Okay. And we're going to have uh, a nice teaser pilot to show people. If I'm not mistaken. 
No, no, you're, you're not Okay, so, so we're not like revealing anything that's not already public knowledge or anything like that. Okay. Okay. Just go to SDCC's website and and if it's up again, you'll see. So then with I will say though, there's going to be a big surprise. Ooh. We do have a panel there. Aww. You guys can't do this to us. You're going to teaser us and then be like, uh, uh, sometimes I hate the job here. <laughs> so, uh, so EJ, what is it like then um, when you're when you when you're crafting these stories? Uh, you put together the first draft. I mean, do you like use it to wipe away the tears and then start writing the next one? <laughs> um, I'm I'm very fortunate in that. When I write, I, I seem to get it pretty close to the to, to the head on the head. Hit the nail on the head when I uh, when I do my first draft. Uh, you know, I, I mean, I do some outline beforehand, and I was like, like my brain, and when I guys it just kind of comes out. And then uh, as we brought cast on board, as we we brought uh, you know, Neil on board, our director, and, and various other folks. Uh, each one has has brought something to the table mm -hmm. uh, that has enriched the story, enriched the characters to such a point where I then go back and tweak things and sometimes do major changes based on the input I'm getting from the cast, from the director, from from everyone. Uh, and that's kind of how I've, I've gone about my revision process. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, everyone here has has at some point given me some really good notes. Um, that I've then gone back and, and taken and then put it in there. Um, I try not to be one of those writers who is always my story and it's my baby and you can't touch it. Um, my focus is on making sure that the characters stay true who they are mm -hmm. and that the integrity of the overall story is kept. There might be some strays in there, which there are some big strays for us, I might have one there, um, that I, I might be Cast says, hey, it'd be really cool if I introduce my character this way, and I think about it, and it's actually a really cool way to introduce the character. Mm -hmm. I'll do it. I'll take it. Why yeah. not? You know, or, or you know, Adrian comes and says, well, you know, the way this fight scene doesn't quite, you know, end, so I, I kind of like to see it a different way, and, and here's here's what I'm thinking. If it works, why not? Yeah, it's a story line. Mm -hmm. um, and you know. If it doesn't, I'll say, well, there's, there's this thing or other, other thing going on later that we're referencing or something. And they've all been very understanding on that. We're approaching the time now. And then in the case of Doug, of course, I just went, I want you in this one. I'm going to write a character for you. <laughs> and he mailed it, by the way. We, we, we shot a lot of the stuff already, and, and he emailed it. So. Mm -hmm. So then, so you, you, uh, Adrian, you bring uh, some actual fighting experience to the table, right? You were mentioning the, the uh, your previous work. We should qualify that. I bring actual fake fighting. Okay. <laughs> I'm still scared of her, though. Well, <laughs> if you fake piss me off, I'll fake it. <laughs> probably six or seven projects now mm -hmm. where I've had fight scenes. Mm -hmm. uh, so I generally understand uh, what works with my frame and what, uh, more specifically, I know what I'm good at and the yeah. stuff that, <laughs> that I just can't pull off. Mm -hmm. 
so that way we can construct something that continues to make me look like a badass. Yeah. <laughs> so what was it like then doing doing the first fight scene? How how were you? Was it like nerve wracking? Uh, the first fight scenes I did were for Xena Warrior Princess, and the, that show shot in New Zealand. And so I flew across the world and landed about 5 a.m., and by 6.30 a.m., I was in fight rehearsals, and we were filming by noon. Oh. So I didn't have time to be nervous. I was just trying to put one foot in front of the other. <laughs> and, you know, just, yeah, I was on the verge of losing my mind. And uh, luckily, I, I mean, this is this is both a pro and a con, but particularly with television, you're shooting so fast that, you know, you don't really have a lot of rehearsal time, so you have to be really focused and pay attention, and similar to learning lines, you know, you have a lot that you're learning very quickly, and then you just let it go, so Mm -hmm. you can be learning the next thing. And so so there's, like, even less room for error in all of that, so how do you cope with that kind of pressure? Uh, Well, on Xena, I can say, luckily, I mean, there was pressure. I wanted to look like a badass, and they wanted me to look like a badass, but they also had an amazing stunt team, yeah. and I had an incredible stunt double, so anything that I looked stupid doing, she would jump in, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, I would pass the baton, so uh, it's, I always say it takes a village to make me look like I am a yeah. badass, <laughs> here you go. <laughs> so then, uh, how, did, how do you guys feel, how do all three of you feel, then, the chemistry has all come to come to a head for you. Um, oh, I it, hate these guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Total, just, yeah, yeah. It's actually a really awesome group of people with uh, like no no uh, nothing but good humor and fun and laughing with teasing each other. We're all contributing to the, the script. Everyone's uh, really excited about the show. Everyone wants it to be the best they can be and are, are really working hard to make it happen. Like, uh, bending over backwards to make it go on, which you don't see that all the time. A lot of times people are there and passion is not all there because the project is not something that you will you know, invest your heart and soul into. Yeah. But for some reason, together a really good project. Everyone's invested in it. So has anybody taken on like a, any kind of like a super leadership role? Has anyone acting like the Obi Wan or somebody like trying to be the trainees or anything like that? Are you talking about like like the, in the script the story, or are you talking about like the whole cast? Oh, amongst the cast, and then and then we can kind of explore the the, the shooting itself. Uh, well, uh, first off, I just want to say, what um, has to say about everybody ending the This is a whole, you know, nothing in my head. Because uh, everyone, not just everyone, but everyone wants to, to do everything we can to, to bring this into reality to us. To you guys here, and everyone who is part of the council, who is listening to this, thank you very much. All of you. Um, so, so there's that. But to answer your question, probably the closest we have to a leader type of cast. My personal opinion, I don't know if you're going to but I'd probably say cast as an example. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Do you, so, cast, do you see yourself as the sort of the father figure or leadership figure? I'm trying to do character research before I can become the son. <laughs> I'm building on my backstory of being like the captain of the ship before I become the video game 
because of video gaming and the woman. I got that, that, that down, right? Yeah. 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 You should see the number of gaming systems he has actually. Awesome and jealous. Sounds like my kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> So then, uh, when you guys are done filming for the day, maybe you can all three chime in on this. Like, what sorts of things do you do to like either blow off steam? Do you guys do all three of you hang out and play more video games, or are you guys out? Do you guys go go to eat, go get I don't know, drunk or whatever. Oh, it's been crazy. These two party like you cannot. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it's almost embarrassing. I can't keep up. It's yeah, I'm just I'm just lucky Doug is not too heavy. I can carry him. <laughs> blow off steam. I'm out of steam. Kidding me? There's nothing left to blow off. <laughs> Let's just say that I have yet to remember an hour past the ending of filming. No. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. So, what's been your favorite part about being a part of this project? I have a really awesome wig. Yeah, I mean, that sounds incredibly um, trite, but it's important. <laughs> so for the, for the listeners out there who aren't able to, to, to see it without yeah. going, to the, going to the website, yeah, uh, can you describe it for us? Uh, she has jet black hair with bangs, and it's this incredibly sharp razor cut that goes like, from the back of her neck down past her chin. Mm-hmm. Uh, so just automatically, I feel like she's a little bit intimidating and a little bit, um, a little dreamy. Well, I appreciate it, but let me tell you, the girl will take all the help she can get. <laughs> what about the rest of you? Favorite part, I have to say, um, the read-through was a lot of fun, getting all those people in one room, all these people. Some of whom I grew up with as a kid, watching them and, and being like a huge fanboy with. And uh, getting to watch them work on a project that I'm now involved in, and then hearing them horse around and crack jokes and laugh with Walter. 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 Yeah. He's a wild and crazy guy. And, uh, <laughs> he's going to keep everyone in the You know, those parties at the end of the shooting? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he's out in front, man. I mean, 77 years old, he's rocking it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, those platform shoes. <laughs> oh, my. I don't know. Oh, it's almost too much. Just go afro wig. So we do, do we look up for, uh, look on YouTube for videos of him like, breaking? I don't know. It gets very exciting when you start bringing out the camera, but I'll see what I can do. Okay. This is Ducky High. Since I played so many monsters under heavy rubber makeup in my life, I love being a person who gets to be funny. I mean, <laughs> and, um, and 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 it's not, it's not that, that sitcom, you know, knock up, uh, set up, knock down, joke funny. It's more quirky personality funny. You know, that is so beautifully written that way. Um, and and uh, you know, getting to work on it, I've with. Um, the other day was with uh, with James Tyson and, uh, and Darren and, uh, Darren Davis, yeah. just a classically Shakespearean trained actor, and those people can be so funny when you, when you they know how to play the funny really subtly. So uh, 
that having that kind of living, breathing interaction that, that's hilarious and, and so far-fetched that, that's, that's, that, that you can't... You go to work and you laugh all day. That's my favorite part of the job. Absolutely. <laughs> so, like, laughing gas? Laughing all day. Laughing gas all day. Like wearing a mask. Yeah, exactly. Oh, my turn. Uh, yes. Yes. <laughs> Everything. That's your favorite part of the show. Yeah. 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 Just, just that one time I say yes and it's your cup. Uh, I don't think there's one moment that I do not like. Um, and don't get me wrong, there's been a lot of highs and a lot of low lows. I mean, anytime you're getting something like this off the road, you know, there's going to be those moments where you're doing a lot of soul searching, wondering if it's going to come together, and you're really, you know, Stress is on, you don't know what ends up, and there's other times where things just come together beautifully and uh, such an emotional high. But, and I guess this kind of goes into my outcome life, I guess, is you got to take it all, and it's, it all just adds to the richness of the journey. So, yeah, I love it. Great. Very good. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. So, uh, Doug, as the um, as a psychiatrist, what is your preliminary diagnosis for everyone? What would you say? Yeah, be on the ship. Yeah. Well, we're doomed, and we should not be in charge of anything. Uh. Nobody. Going to say again, it's a, the reflection of real life. Nobody's quite right in the head in real life, are they? Yeah. And uh, on this ship, we just kind of turn up the volume on all that. Okay, so dysfunction turned up to 11. Yeah, turned up to 11, exactly. (laughs) Yeah, right? (laughs) So, uh, what do each of you, I guess, if you had one wish for the series, how you would see your characters go on, or another character go on, or how you would love to see, you know, season one end or season two begin? Do you guys, do each of you hold, like, a certain wish for that? Mm -hmm. Wow, I might need a second. I haven't... I haven't thought that far ahead how <laughs> the season went in. That's why we put Joe in charge of conversation. Yeah. Joe. Uh, I love it. I'm all about the, the roadblocks and speed bumps. I would say Eris, uh, she tends to be a chick that likes to be in charge. So I think she's always going to be happy if things are going her way. So I just hope that by the end of the season, things continue to be going her way. <laughs> <laughs> I think what what I'm really what really compels me about the um, Captain uh, Captain Eric Stern is <clears throat> he has a huge he's been on a huge roller coaster ride and the, the pilot the, the series starts um, kind of at a point where he is reaching a kind of a breaking point in his career uh, in his life uh, and he's about to embark on a roller coaster. Um, he's kind of coasted for about 10 years since all the drama that's happened to him. And the audience doesn't really get a chance to know uh, all of that backstory. I think it's going to be an interesting journey if that backstory starts to get slowly revealed. Uh, I don't know exactly how or what has happened, but uh, I think it's going to make for some good, good moments with the character. Because uh, he's, he's had to deal with a lot and he's going to have to deal with a lot. Uh, kind of as we said before, this shows about reaching the potential. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is nowhere near his potential, and I think that's an exciting journey to, to explore. Mm-hmm. How do we? Because that, that's, that's a very, that's a very hopeful thing to watch. Just watching someone who is 
limp it, hobble it, whatever, and you know they can find it. You know they can fast, but they're not there yet. It's kind of the rocky story. Mm-hmm. Like we all love to watch that. Story that I'm looking for. So we see it sort of unfolding as the Rocky-like montage. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the stairs? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> because of my own, you know, churned up, lonely childhood that I brought into my adult life with me. So um, um, I would love to see uh, uh, Alan perhaps find someone who find, and he, he's very handy, he's very huggy-touchy to people who aren't always receptive to it. Yeah. Uh, so I would love to see a, a twist be that someone, uh, maybe a character is introduced that really, that pets him back. For the first time in his life, someone's reaching <laughs> for him. I'd love to see how he deals with that. <laughs> The way you're describing it, it sounds. It almost sounds I can like. I picture it. Yeah. Just, yeah, I'm excited. Okay. <laughs> I can almost picture the way you're describing it. Almost sounds like there's a dog who has his ears stripped by his ear and he starts. Exactly. Yeah, totally. Like, I think he would. He would go on the floor and then kick a leg. <laughs> so I can't, yeah. I'm not sure how much I should speak, uh, but I don't want to spoil the show for everyone. Um, for the character that I, that I created for myself, um, what I will say is, is we're going to see him have, we're going to see him come to a point where he's going to have to make a choice, where he can either, he, he's, he's very young, he's very idealistic, doesn't really know a lot about the world, he, he's a prodigy, he's, he's advanced really quickly, but doesn't have a lot of life experience. Where he's either going to be forced into, because he's confronted with a very dark world, he's either going to have to choose to adapt to it mm-hmm. and maintain that that bright outlook, or he's going to succumb to it and become a very bitter character. And he's going to come to that point where he's going to make that choice. Oh, see, see, now you're bringing in the drama into all the comedy here. Yes. Aww. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess that, that's dramedy. There, there, is no, there is no great comedy without great drama. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I read that on the cinema. <laughs> 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 the kids love that quote. <laughs> right? <laughs> they love how much sugar is in their cereal. <laughs> right. Great quote. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> I mean, look at, look at Doctor Who. I mean, why does everybody fall in love with characters in Doctor Who? The universe is wonky and it doesn't always fit together. And there's all this techno babble that doesn't always mesh with itself ten years down the road. Uh, why do people fall in love with it? And it's because you have these very quirky, fun characters. But then, you know, Amy and Rory get sent back eighty years in the past, and you never see them again. Even the main character, the Doctor, is not untouchable. Yeah. So. It's that balance between the comedy and the drama. You love it because the comedy and it breaks your heart from the drama, mm-hmm. and it makes and it heightens your emotions and just brings you all. Back. Mm-hmm. I think that's even more fun than the genius. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
genius. So you mentioned the, the quirkiness of the characters a lot, and the one thing that keeps popping in my mind is Red Dwarf. And I kind of, <laughs> I kind of see a lot of this in there. Like Doug kind of reminds me of Rimmer. I'll be honest with looking at him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know this reference. Is that a compliment? It's not. It can't. Be. <laughs> <laughs> Red Dwarf is fantastic. It was, was it an uh, early '90s British space comedy? Just, oh, okay. uh, yeah. I kind of. I, I kind of get that feel a lot. Was that something you were going for? Was that something that kind of just kind of crept into it as you were creating it? Um, well, first thing, I just remember this real quick. Guns don't kill people. Moffat does. But, you know, I I think one of my, my main influences for the humor was definitely Firefly and uh, Dr. Horrible. And uh, very much, I, I love Joss Whedon's humor. Um, and it's subtle, it's quirky, it's there and then it's gone, and it almost leaves you as just like, wait, was that even there? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, like, like in Avengers when uh, the Hulk grabs uh, Loki and smashes him on the floor and goes, Jimmy God, and walks away yeah. in the middle of Loki's like, huge rant. It's hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. Um, and I did watch uh, Red Dwarf, it was one of the series I watched as a... Um, uh, as part of the research in doing this, but as those galaxy quests and as I said, the Weeden verse. Red Dwarf is a little too slapstick, mm-hmm. uh, so if you're trying to compare the two, it, it, it's, it's very slapstick. You've got stuff like uh, uh, Rimmer is in. Uh, Rimmer was in. Uh, I just remember Rimmer. Like uh, he's the one who stands out for me, I, and I, for the life of me, I can't remember the other Lister. characters. Lister, yes. Rimmer is in Lister's body. For those who don't know, Rimmer's like a hologram of his own body, but he was originally human, so he craves all the sensations. So he gets downloaded into Lister's body, and he goes nuts with the food, and he's like literally like diving his face in the bowl of the cake mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, it's funny, it's, it's not quite the setting we're going. Okay. Uh, we, we don't want to pull ourselves out of a real universe too much. Mm-hmm. You know, it's weird to So, you said earlier that we can look forward to seeing a preview or some kind of teaser trailer at San Diego Comic Con. Yes. Anything yeah. else you can look forward to seeing or hearing about this in the future? Uh, at San Diego or, or anywhere? Somewhere. Anywhere. Yeah. Uh, what I will say is we've got a lot of great content coming up. Uh, we're shooting a lot of stuff that's going to not just take you at uh, San Diego Comic Con. Uh, we were shooting our videos that are going to come out on the web. Uh, and we have a lot of stuff that honestly is in the works. And as soon as we go to production, I'm going to be able to actually sit down with it and, and tweak it and, and be able to release it pretty soon. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot. Where do people find these little teasers? Yes. Yes. Ooh, I watched some of them. Well, you know, I, I have this like wall thing on my house. People want to come over. Oh, it's going to be a wall? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the whiteboard paint all put up there. No. What's your address? We'll be right Yeah. My address is. Facebook.com slash nobility of series. Uh, Which we will put on our Facebook page for you guys to find. Thank, Thank you very much. Um, NobilityofSeries.com is a website. Um, and nobility, at Nobility Series is our Twitter. Um, and just, just really quick, the, the title of the series is Nobility, not Nobility Series. Just to clarify. Okay. But uh, all, of our, all of our social media and website, NobilityofSeries.com, YouTube channel, the same thing. Great. 
I'm going to be, I'm going to go and like search for anything else because I'm pretty sure I've watched every single video that there is so far, but just in case. And when she finds them, she will post them on our, all across our social media as well. Yeah. Please do, thank you. We'll, we'll get it out there. We want people to know about this. Awesome. Uh, well, thank you very much, all four of you, for being on with us. Uh, we look forward to hearing more and more from Nobility. Hopefully, we'll be able to hear from the series and we even see season two. Yeah? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys being on. Is there anywhere that uh, that we can show our support beyond the beyond the Facebook page uh, for each for each of the actors? Uh, you can find me at AdrianWilkinson.com and from there I've got all my social media. Okay. Well, I mean, everything in the internet is um, if you do uh, if you go to the dungeonsexperience.com, how's that for a long title? I love it. <laughs> uh, we're having one right now. The dungeonsexperience.com, all of my buttons are social media in there. Uh, and, but I'm also, if you want to go straight to those social media, I'm free if you search after Doug Jones at any one of them. That would be anything from Tumblr to Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. After Doug Jones will get you there. All right. Uh, Facebook.com slash Right. All right. Excellent. Yeah. Awesome. Yep. So again, thank you very much for being on with us. This is Dungeon Callers Radio. We're about. Uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna wrap ours up here because they keep waving signs at us in the back. So yeah. I think I think we've new thing that they about overstate our welcome in this room here. Um, for those who are interested, you know, we do broadcast live every Thursday out of Epic Games and Puzzles, Puzzles and Games in West Valley. I'm stealing Joe's job here because he's done so much for us today. Um, Keep an eye out. You know, we're we're fans here tomorrow. We've got a couple more panels. We're on tomorrow as well. We got Geek Revolution. Or, yeah, Geek yep. Revolution. That's what it is. Yeah, I forget these things. Um, and then also check us out. We, we're running the FantasyCon community page as well. So get up mm-hmm. there, post any Facebook photos you have, anything like that. Um, and then I think Zakora's going to say something. No. Oh, then she's playing Sorry, with the microphone. I'm playing with the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> um, and you know, with that, Colin, we good? We're good. All right, all right. Just a little very special thanks to Adrian, Katz, Doug, and EJ for being on with us one more time. With that being said, uh, good night, world. Good night, Salt Lake. Good night, world. And as always, please get more from your games. Clear. We are clear. We are.